Welcome to The Mary Morgan Show, where I take you behind the scenes to all things brand, advertising, marketing, and sales, and how I've done business a little bit different without a sales team, without a website, without a big social media following, without ads, and without all the things that you're quote unquote supposed to have. I built my business from $100 to my name in 2018 to 80K, 100K, $130,000 cash collected months over and over again. And we're revolutionizing the industry. So if you want to join us, follow along and I'll see you on the flip side. So today we're going to dive into reels and I'm so excited because I've been using reels, especially more recently, quite a little bit. And our growth has been actually super, super like massive. It's been exponential on Instagram. I've been using shorts on um TikTok shorts, little videos there, and there's some things that I've been learning that have been massive and I'm excited to dive in. So we use some of the trainings that are in Training Thursday into the podcast and repurpose content like that, but also I film and record quite a bit of podcasts that are just exclusive to the podcast itself. So if you're plugged into the podcast, let me know because it's cool connecting. I see some of you guys who listen to it, but I have no idea who you are. So if you're a podcast listener, let me know as well so I can give you a shout out. So in terms of reels, reels have been such an interesting new world. Just short form video hasn't existed for that, that long. I mean, video in general on the internet hasn't existed that long. But, you know, when we look at the grand scheme of things, short video content has been taking the internet by and social media specifically by a storm. And it's been so out of this world for me, for my business, for a lot of our clients. And one thing that's super important is you have to keep in mind, like, what is your intention? If you are a business owner, maybe your intention is visibility. You might be in a season of visibility. You might be in a season of, I am quite visible, but it's more so selling. So down below in the chat, I'd love to hear what is your intention? Is it visibility? Is it more leads, like people to grow on your email list? Like, what is the vibe? What is the intention? And then when you know the intention, that's what's gonna make everything easier. I find a lot of people go and just record videos. They see what's trending, they dance along because they're like, okay, let's create some more visibility in my business. And they'll do that, but there's no true reason and intention and why as to why they're creating this content. So in a lot of my stuff, you'll see that it's more unique to me. It's not necessarily like if I am using a trend, I could, but it's still within my intention. So intention is number one. So that's the first thing I look at for anyone when it comes to what's our short video content strategy is, is it visibility? Is it I want to generate more sales? Is it I want people to, like I want to grow my audience size. I want people downloading a PDF. I want people downloading things so that they move from social media and it's more so like actual community building, okay? So number one, and pop this into the chat, for audience growth and audience visibility is shareable content. Shareable content is like, if you've been following me on Instagram, yesterday I made a, I shared an Instagram reel that I saw that was like, um, let me see what I wrote down. No more writing emails like a woman, that's right. So it was like, it was actually hilarious. So she starts the email and she's like, hey John, hope you're doing well. And 
uh, hope this email finds you well. And then she changed it, changed it to like, this email finds you. And I saw the comments that were like, that sounds like a direct threat. I love it. Like, it was just hilarious. And it was like at the bottom, instead of best wishes, she put, I'm the best. And I was like, Wednesday vibes. <laughs> and it was just, it was hilarious. It was one of those things that are just super silly. No one's taking it seriously, but it's shareable because everyone relates to this or at least most people another one that i saw was like re reacting to everyday things as if i was an influencer so this woman is like unpeeling a banana and she's like oh my goodness this is the best banana i've ever seen the texture and she's like breaking it down as if it was this product and again it was one of those things that are really funny um another one i saw today was like when you're on your period versus when you're not and it was like when you're on your period it was like when you're not on your period and you're ovulating and this woman's like dancing and she's like all this like hot stuff and then when you're on it and it was like i'm a raccoon in a corridor and it was like uh, it's hilarious how many of us relate to these things so I have found, you know, it started with like memes and then it turned into like memes that are now reels of us personifying day-to-day -day activities that we do and just setting light to how we all go through the same things. And, and I love the relatability aspect of that. Um, uh, you know, it's interesting. I think some reels uh, don't necessarily agree with me or sit well with me. So if you've seen on TikTok, there's like, dumb ways to die if you've heard that sort of audio and i absolutely hate that i i know what how it stems from like the game and all of this so i love the new spin that some people added to this that was like smart ways to live so there's a lot of like darkness i think when it comes to relatability because people relate to like okay i don't have my life together and that's okay in the entrepreneurial space the way that i see this though is more of an elevated conversation so what where i'm getting at here is i don't participate in trends that don't align with me and don't align with my brand so i i wouldn't necessarily align with that because that feels really icky to me like it, it feels a little too dark and um when i think about like smart ways to live i do like that version of the trend um but i have made a little like TikTok short that i posted that was around like anyone ever noticed a lot of these audios are like quite dark and a lot of people like engaged with that and they were like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, our society is a little crazy. So that's something to think about. So when I think about relatability, I don't dumb my brand down so it's relatable. I have things that are just relatable in my brand and that are my personality in my brand. Hope that makes sense. I just want to clarify that because I don't necessarily believe in creating content that's shareable just for the sake of this would be shareable. I still want it on brand. The way that I think about shareable is everyday things that I'm thinking, that I'm feeling, that align with my brand. So it's not just this is shareable because everyone agrees with this, everyone feels this, but it's shareable from a place of like, um, industry and thought leaders would share this. So that's the main difference. If you want a brand, like most of us, anyone who's typically listening to my content, you're a business owner, right? So if you want people to share your content and you want them to then be eventually like buyers or be in your world, I'm not just sharing things that my clients would find beneficial, but I'm sharing things that industry and thought leaders would want to share. So then they're sharing this to their audience and that's then bringing more people who are from a client's level into my world. Number two is editing in app will actually get you more reach than if you use tools. Like I use CapCut and InShot to edit some of my videos. I don't take this one 
too heavy, but if you can edit in the actual Instagram app, they prefer that. Now, if I'm repurposing my content, so I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, at the very end, I'm gonna share a little bit of like my overall social strategy, and just that piece alone is worth like millions, quite honestly, because I've generated so much money using social media, but doing it in, in a certain way, so I'll share a little bit on that at the end of this, but you know, when you're editing, and you're posting on different apps. Like if I'm creating something on TikTok and I have like t uh, captions on the video, on Instagram when I repost it, I'll put innate Instagram captions on that video because Instagram pulls the words that are put from Instagram. And like if you're putting it on the app, it's easier for them to read and it's more likely to actually like push your content. So titles, captions, like any written stuff, I actually rewrite it on the next app. And sometimes I'll just like drag it off to the screen if I already have captions, but I just want like essentially Instagram to like read my captions, I'll just move it off to the screen. So edit an app or add like those captions and that text back in it. Uh, so number two was edit an app or move captions in app. Number three is use TikTok to search. This is huge. So TikTok and Instagram, when I say reels, we're talking about Instagram, however, I search using TikTok. So TikTok is uh, a search engine essentially similar to YouTube um, and Google platforms like that, even Pinterest. So because Instagram also likes to read what you're saying in your caption, you can't really search on Instagram like you can on TikTok. So on Instagram, if you search up like students, business coach, you're gonna get different accounts not necessarily different pieces of content in the exact same way as TikTok. So in, in TikTok, if you write like manicure, you'll get tons of different videos on manicures. Very similar again, like I said, to YouTube, Pinterest, Google, like search engines. So when I'm looking at hashtags, three to five hashtags are great on Instagram and then like even the captions. So Instagram and TikTok are really smart and they read through what you're actually writing. So I use the text, to my favor, and that's actually what brings more visibility. That's a really, really, really huge piece to this, is don't just use the same five hashtags on every single post. I will actually like go on TikTok, search up, you know, let's say business coach, and then I'll start to see videos that come up. I'll look at what the text says, what the SEO's, uh, like X SEO copy is saying, so like the actual caption, and then the hashtags that they put. So I'll look through those and I'll see what are the things that people are searching up very commonly. The other thing is like when you're actually writing the text. So when you write business, coach, mentor, is there another word or two that come up? If you're someone who's in the fitness space, you might look up workout, fitness, and you'll see like a word or two after that come up in the search engine. So it might be like fitness for weight loss. And then you click videos and you look at the top videos and you're like weight training, resistance training, like those words is then what I'll start to use in my captions. So hopefully that makes sense. Cause I know that's a little, a little techie here, but um, hopefully that lands. So yeah, again, it depends. Like these are all general things and it's not like it's, it kills me sometimes when someone's like, okay, I did this 10 times and it didn't work. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> It's an evolution. So don't just like take this for surface value. I've created some stuff in CapCut that's had like 40,000 reach. And then I've created something in Instagram that had like 300 reach. So again, 
these will all be really, really dependent on the video itself. And there's like a million factors, not just one. It's kind of like genetics. If you've ever studied genetics, it's like, if you have two parents, just because you have two parents, it's not black and white. Like this kid is going to look like this. There's so many things that come into play in genetic predisposition. It's like, well, like eye color comes through a million genetics. I did not do that well in bio, so I might be butchering some of this, but I just know it's complex. Okay, let's leave it at that. <laughs> it's complex. It's not black and white. So same thing with this stuff. If you have really strong SEO, you edit an app, you do something, it may work, it may not work. So like these are just some of my top tips, okay? So this is how I'll do SEO. So I'll look at the hashtags, I'll look at the trending things, um, like what people are actually posting. And then if you go on TikTok, so literally do this today, this will increase reach right away on TikTok and Instagram, and this helps tremendously. If you go into TikTok and you search uh, your topic, so let's say again, fitness. So you look up fitness, you look up a couple different words, you can look at the most liked uh, content within the last 30 days. It'll show you the stuff that's viral on TikTok. TikTok is like, it leads then into Instagram in a way where it's like TikTok is usually a trendsetter for Instagram. And also people who search similar things on TikTok, you're not searching the same way on Instagram, but it shows you what people are interested in, which really helps. So what I'll do is I'll take some time and I'll just search on TikTok and I'll look up things that are trending, questions that people are asking, things that people are searching. And that's where I get a lot of like inspo idea for shareable content. So a lot of my content is really innate to me and I'll just create from things I want to talk about, but I'll also look at if I'm in a vibe of like visibility, I'll do this work for visibility. Anything where I want to really educate, give micro transformations and really just like give the value that I teach, et cetera, is just me teaching stuff. Number three is use TikTok to actually do your research and search on, and then that'll feed to both TikTok and Instagram. Okay. So I use that again for Instagram reels, not just for TikTok. Number four is get straight to the point. I see so many videos that are like, so I'm just in my sauna right now and I wanted to share a story with you. Like, girl, get to the point. <laughs> like if you look at TikTok or Instagram analytics, what I love about TikTok specifically is I can see where people drop off like time. On Instagram, you can see like reach, plays, saves, etc. because again, their analytics are showing you what they value. So on TikTok, they value more watch time. On Instagram, they value shares, likes, saves. So knowing that Instagram's gonna prioritize those analytics for you and then TikTok's gonna prioritize those analytics for you, but both are helpful because both platforms kind of tell me two different things. So I'll post the same video on Instagram and TikTok and I'll see what are the saves, what are the shares and what are the like watch times. So if people listen and then drop off really quickly, it's like, come on, get to the point, get really snappy. So watch time is super important. I would say on both platforms because that leads into saves and shares, but they don't show that to you on Instagram. So I use TikTok for a lot of that kind of depth stuff. So one thing that's really helpful is I will edit my videos by just cutting out any like fluff. So a video like this where I'm just like talking to screen, I will cut if I'm like, hi, so I will cut that hi, so. So I'm just gonna get straight into the point and start with a hook. So this is like my formula typically is I'll start with a hook. I'll like fluff for two seconds. I'll explain what this means, teach two tips. And then if I want to call to action, I'll go into that. So it might sound something like here are the top two things I did to go from A to B. 
And you're gonna wanna save this video and come back and let me know how amazing this worked because I know it's gonna be great. Like I'll do like a little thing like that that just, again, helps watch time so people just stay through. And then I get to the point. Step one, it helps if you can show things. So especially on TikTok, but also on Instagram, the more quick and to the point you are, the better. So I will show, here's me clicking analytics. And then here's me back on the page. It's literally like a hyper speed conversation of something. And like you're showing people something that's so potent, that's so to the point and so quick. So for Instagram um, or TikTok, if I'm doing like a cooking video, I might throw eggs in a bowl and then throw baking uh, soda in a bowl and then throw flour in the bowl. And I'm cutting those clips in like two second increments. Like it's not me mixing the flour and then me mixing the dough. Like it's very short videos. And then, and then I might do like a voiceover that's like, here's how I make my cookies. Two eggs, two this, two this, two this. What that will do is someone has to watch it again to like get the grasp of it or go into the caption to really read it or pause it or save it. That engagement is super important. So if you actually do a longer video where you're explaining it, it's not going to work as well as like, here's my recipe, pause to read. And it's like this thing that you need to pause to read because you can't read that in like a second. So that also helps increase your watch time. Oh my gosh. So Marita says, says whining, but that takes so long. So then don't use social media to grow your business. Mic drop. <laughs> I'll tell you how to, you know, speed this up if you'd like to. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like this. If you want to get rock hard abs, you want killer legs, and someone tells you, yeah, you're going to need to work out for at least like two years and eat really clean. And you're like, but it takes so long. It's like, okay, then like have the little rolls, like be okay with that. Like that's what it is. It's black and white. And here's the thing that I want to say as well. And this is for everyone right? So many people nowadays are getting so soft in this industry, it's not going to last. And this is the kick up the bottom where some people are like, oh, I can't take this. I can't take this. This is too much. But it's true. Like I made a post the other day in this Facebook group that was like, I will no longer tell you why you should invest or tell you to be brave or tell you to take a leap. Like you just have to do it. I'm just going to do it. And either you'll come and you'll join me or you won't. But that's it. I've seen so many people go from being so brave, so courageous, and then being burned by their decisions. And then they're like, I don't know. I'm so like, what do I do? How do I keep going? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we all have the crap to deal with. We all have our own BS bubble that we live in. And either we pop it and we walk with the fear, we walk with the stuff anyways, or we don't. And that's it. That's entrepreneurship. In a nutshell, if I were to not sugarcoat things, like there will be so many things that will want to take you out of the game and either they will or you're like, okay, cool, let's go. Let's do this. I don't think every single person can be an entrepreneur. I really, really don't. I really don't think it. <laughs> Is it skill set? No. And here's what I'll say about skill set. I see so many people that are more talented than me, in branding and marketing and whatever, smarter than me, like all the things, but I'm like, I'm gonna make more money and be more successful because I'm braver, because I'm more courageous. And that's it. That is like when people say, what is the secret sauce? It's that, it's am I willing to do the work of like going the extra mile when I don't see the results? Am I willing to show up when no one's watching? Am I willing to do the things that feel like they take so long because that's what it takes? or do I just not? And I'll tell you the other thing too is things also get easier. Like the first time 
I did anything. The first time I put on this necklace, actually earlier this week, took me probably like 20 minutes. And then this morning I did it with like half my hair up, like with one arm, with one eye closed, like, and it was so easy. And that just comes natural over time. So keep that in mind that like, yes, this stuff is quote unquote hard, but anything like as cheesy as it sounds, anything worth having in life is. And this is why 1% of people make it into the 1%. They're doing the things that 99% of people aren't willing to do. And I see this so often. Like I see people who also like build team, have staff, like hire support with this, hire support with this. And then they like take a step back, like margaritas on the beach and they just want to like chill out, hang out, do their thing. And, you know, a part of me is like, okay, like, yes, you can do those things. Like, yes, that's why we have a business. Like, yes, yes, yes. But also coasting and like just chillaxing is not probably going to get you the results that you desire. (laughs) Which also like, I'm going to contradict myself and also say that doesn't mean working long and hard hours all the time. So with my spiel being done here, (laughs) I'm going to move on to my last one. So we just went through number four, straight to the point, cut your video. If you want to do like three to five seconds, short little videos. Also, if you can loop them, meaning like the last little bit sounds like the beginning, like just people continue watching the same thing that works really well. Finally, number five, have a feed that's optimized. So if your feed is optimized, you're going to have people who come back because they're seeing your reels and then they're coming back and they're seeing your stuff. If they see your stuff, they like it. They're going to then follow you and engage with your content and continue, etc. So this is so, so important. Okay. So keep this in mind. Now I want to talk a little bit about like my social media buyer's journey and how I use reels to actually grow my business besides just like having more people see my stuff. At the end of the day, these tips are super helpful, but it's also going to come down to the better your stuff, the more reach you're going to get. Like no matter what platform you're on, that's always going to be the case. Better your stuff, more people are going to see it. Okay. The other thing. Okay. So buyer's journey. So I use Instagram mainly and email, sometimes Facebook, as my selling platforms. Everything else are my visibility platforms. So you need to have one place that's like, here's how I sell, here's how I nurture my audience, and here's how I have more people seeing my stuff. So for me, podcast guesting is visibility and it's driving more traffic. Reels, short videos, etc., driving more traffic, specifically on like TikTok and other platforms. Now people are seeing my stuff. Then I use Instagram and Facebook to actually convert those people into sales. So you need to have like a really clear client journey through your social media, or else you're just an influencer, not an entrepreneur. Here, like, here's the thing: if, and this also again depends on you who's speaking. So for instance, some people are super succinct and to the point and they can do a 30 second video and it sounds super clean and people watch and it's great. Keep doing that. If you're someone who you want to just film like B-roll, like I can film myself from the back right now recording this video and then I just write text on it. Some people do really well with that and then all their content is that. So if that works, keep doing it. Growing your business using reels doesn't necessarily mean more views. Okay, I've had some videos that have very little views And then those are the ones that actually convert sales. Often that's what it is for me. The ones with the lowest views convert the most sales. The highest views have more visibility, follows, et cetera. But you want both. You just, you don't want just follows or just sales with the same five people. You want more people and then more people converting and then more people and more people converting, like simple. So 
you know, with this kind of content, if I'm trying to show people how this transformational work is the key, then in my content, I'm really looking at are people aware of this solution for this problem? I can guarantee that 95% of you guys listening to this will say, yeah, 100% my content does this. And 99% of you actually listening to this, your content actually does this. So that is actually the biggest key here. So what we wanna look at is if you're selling an offer like transformational coaching and people don't see that this is actually the key to getting them the results, they think it's the strategy, that's what your content's doing is in this micro transformational pieces of content, you're actually sharing how the, the biggest distinction between those two. So you might say something like, here are two people who had the exact same strategy. Sarah worked with me last year. Here's what then started to happen. So like reels are a phenomenal way to grow your business. And if you haven't started, I would literally just start. Sending you so much love. If this was helpful and you wanna share this on social, I would absolutely love that. All you need to do is tag me at marymorgan.biz and then post on stories. I'll see you all next Thursday. Bye ladies. <laughs>